Wall Street Book Club. Evan Jefferson, brother, much love. Educating, elevating, because and knowledge is the power, and we'll never give it up. Live each other's for the masses. Where to put your money down, now how to watch your assets. Yeah, uplifting others is a passion. My brother Evan, he will turn it into action. New Black Wall Street Book Club. You should come read with come us. us. Yeah, we comprehend and discuss. Yeah. All just come together, there's no limit for us. It comes your host, New Black Wall Street. Evan, take it away. New Black Wall Street Book Club. Hey, Grand Rising to your billionaires. Thanks so much for joining us here today on the New Black Wall Street Book Club, where black folk do read. Uh, you put in a book, we absolutely will find it. I'm your host, ERGJ, your certified financial educator, CEO of ERGJ Enterprises, ERGJ Black Bazaar, and international best-selling author of the book, The Black Billionaires Club. It's a study of black wealth. It's a study of the 12 richest black people in the world today and how they built their wealth, and I just believe it if you want to be wealthy. That's a big if, by the way, because everybody don't want to be wealthy. Everybody don't want to be rich. Everybody don't want to get out of debt. Everybody don't want to be, leave an inheritance to their children children. But if that's you, and if you do, I recommend that you study wealthy people. Well, you can pick up that book by simply going to www.theblackbillionairesclub.com, www.theblackbillionairesclub.com. You can find that in the description above or below, also in the comments as well theblackbillionairesclub.com. Well, guys, we're continuing along in our journey into how rich people think. How many guys know that, they are, that wealthy people think a little bit different than poor people? And they get different results as well. And here's the beautiful news, the beautiful news, the good news today, that you can change the way that you think at any point in time that you decide. And as you change the way that you think, guess what will happen? Everything else will change for you as well. You change the way that you think, you're Money will change. You change the way that you think. Your relationships will change. You change the way that you think, and guess what happens? Everything else will change. I'd like to know where you guys are connecting from this morning. Let us know what city, what state, what city, what state. We're broadcasting right here, Facebook Live, and our podcast as well, which you can subscribe to and support with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes, improve financial literacy within our community, and ultimately help us to build the school of wealth. I just believe that we're going to be able to do this over time as we continue to bring value unto you. You'll bring value back to us, and we get to build it. That's right. We're broadcasting right here from ERGJ Studios in Decatur, Georgia. Decatur, where it's greater. That's our headquarters. But, of course, we're a global enterprise. We're all over the world thanks to the beautiful thing called the World Wide Web. That's right. Keyword, worldwide. <laughs> worldwide. Everybody putting comments on hashtag global hashtag global well let's get right to this thing guys i don't have a lot of time i know you don't either 30 minutes a day that's right 30 minutes a day to keep broke away <laughs> 30 minutes a day to keep broke away let's get right to this thing man chapter 13 how rich people think by mr steve cyber let me read this uh, quote by mr steve uh, the author he says this on the back the secret is not in the mechanics of money but in the level of thinking that generates it the secret is not in the mechanics. The secret is in the level of thinking. Once you learn to embrace this, your earning potential is limitless. Your earning potential is limitless. Chapter 13, how rich people think. Let's read. The middle class worries about running out of money. The middle class worries about running out of money. The world class thinks about how to make more money. 
The world class thinks about how to make more money. Poor people spend more time thinking about money than rich people. The problem is poor people spend this time worrying about what they'll do if they lose their job, if they get sick, or if they exceed their budget through poor planning or bad luck. Most of this worry is a waste of time. Everybody putting comments, so worry is a waste of time. Worrying is a waste of time. Most of this worry is a waste of time, not to mention the negative, destructive psychological impact it has on their mind and the psychological habit it wreaks with their bodies. Worrying is a waste of time, not to mention the negative, destructive, psychological impact it has on their minds and the psychological havoc it wreaks with their bodies. Living in fear isn't living. It's surviving. World-class performers find problems that are profitable to solve and spend most of their time focused on solving the problem. They know money will follow the solution. Money follows solutions. Money follows solutions. So logic dictates they direct their mental energy toward creative and critical thought, which is rooted in the belief that just because a solution hasn't been discovered doesn't mean it doesn't exist. No fear lives at this level of consciousness. Creative critical thinking is the highest form of thought and is single-handedly responsible for all progress in the history of civilization. Every product or service that has made our lives better has come from creative thoughts. So when I say the world class thinks about how to make more money, what they're actually thinking about is creative problem solving, not money itself. Wealthy people are often criticized for being obsessed with money, but the truth is, it's the poor, working, and middle class that spend most of their time thinking about money. If the masses would upgrade, everybody put in the console, upgrade. If the masses would upgrade their limiting beliefs, about money and redirect their mental energy to new and exciting ideas, they would experience financial abundance. Money flows to great ideas like water. The secret is learning how to turn on the faucet. The secret is learning how to turn on the faucet. Now here's our rich resource for today, Grant Billionaires from Michelle Kagan and Brian O'Connell. They wrote a book called The Everything Investing Book, Make Money, Plan Ahead, and Secure Your Financial Future. Now, we've read this passage, but now it's time for us to do a little bit of thinking. Here's our critical thinking question of the day. Here's where you want to answer in the comments below this question. How much time do you spend worrying about money compared to the time you spend engaged in creative problem solving? How much time do you spend worrying about money compared to the time you spend engaged in creative problem solving. Now we mentioned earlier, worrying is a waste of time. How much time do you spend worrying about money compared to the time you spend engaged in creative problem solving? Now for me guys, I don't really worry about money. I mean, every now and then it might come up, it might try to creep up. I'm not gonna say it doesn't try to creep up. But I realized that at any point in time, I literally can go make whatever I want to make or earn whatever I want to earn at any point in time. Uh, just to give you an example, yesterday 
um, you know, over the week, uh, uh, Sunday night, normally Mondays is a big day for me. It's a big day for me to ship out stuff from over the weekend, but I didn't really have a lot of orders over the weekend to ship out. So I was like, wait, something wrong. Something not right. Right. But I didn't really worry about it because I realized, I, I understand that at any point in time, just like that, I could turn the faucet on. And so the faucet came on. One order came through the internet. Another order came through the internet. Next thing you know, I was up to about $200 in sales. Just like that. The faucet came on. And so although it didn't happen like it normally happens, it happened. And I just simply don't spend my time wasting or worrying about money. I spend a lot of my time trying to solve problems. Here's my question to you. What problem are you trying or what problem are you currently trying to solve? What problem are you currently putting in some effort into? Now, 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 here's the thing. If you're trying to solve it and you're putting effort into solving the problem, people can see your work. Now, it's the difference between thinking about solving a problem and actually putting in the effort to solve the problem. That's a big difference. Some people are thinking about the problem they want to solve. No effort, no try, they just thinking about it. My question is, what are you really working on solving? What are you working on solving? What problems do you see in this world that you're saying, you know what, I'm going to try to solve it? You're putting in the effort, you're putting in the time, you're putting in the energy, you're making some progress. See, this is the joy about waking up in the morning knowing that you got a problem to solve. You go work on it every day. Man, I'm going to solve that problem. I'm telling you right now, I'm still trying, I'm still trying to figure it out. Haven't figured it out yet. I'm trying to figure out, man, how can I create these, these replicated websites so I can solve this problem for all these small business owners and wannabe business people who simply don't know how to get started. I want to make it easy for them to get started by giving them an e-commerce business in a box. So I'm still trying to solve this problem. And I'm like, man, I'm almost there. Not quite there yet, but I'm still working on solving the problem. What problem are you solving? See, when you get into the problem-solving uh, aspect of life and, you, and you're thinking, you really don't have time to think about other stuff because you spend your time working on a solution which means I don't have time to worry because I'm working on something here. <laughs> I'm building something here. I'm putting some effort in over here. How much time do you spend worrying about money? Probably because you're not working. Probably because you're not putting in the effort. Probably because you're not working on your ideas. You're not going towards your goals. You haven't set any goals. You don't have an aspiration that you're working on. So you have time to worry. Think about that for a second. Think about the last day that you had in life where you were so busy, so productive, getting stuff done, you didn't even have time to worry. It's not like the problems weren't there. They stay there, but you didn't have time to think about it because you were too busy doing what you do best, solving a problem. They solve problems all day long. You solve problems for your children. You solve problems for the job that you work for. But here's the thing. When are you going to start solving problems that you want to solve? <laughs> and you simply don't have time to worry. There's another quote that says that idleness is the devil's playground. Some of us are just not busy enough. We got a lot of idle time that we're not utilizing to fix our own money problem. How about that? How much time do you spend worrying about money compared to the time you spend engaged in creative problem solving? Not only do we read, guys, not only do we think, now it's time to do. Here's our action step for today. Here's what you want to do as it relates to what we've talked about today. Everybody put in the console, identify. Identify 
the biggest problem in your business or industry that if solved would earn you a fortune. Identify the biggest problem in your business or industry that if solved would earn you a fortune. Then go to work to solve it. Identify the biggest problem in your business or industry that if solved, if solved, see, here's the thing. I think many of us can identify, identify some problems in our business or industry or our community, whatever you want to call it. We can identify these things. We talk about them all the time. I mean, social media is loaded with people who have identified the problem. Would you agree? I mean, they good at that. Oh, Lord, they'll talk about what they have identified for a long time. But the, here's the issue. Here's why they don't get rich. Here's why they don't build a fortune. Here's why they stay broke. Because they identify the problem, then guess what they say? Somebody else will fix it. They say if somebody else solves the problem, oh, our life would be better. They in their, in their country never thought, well, why don't I go to work on solving this problem that I've identified? I see it. I recognize it. I know what's going on, but I'm putting no effort into solving it. I'm putting all my time into talking about it. Therefore, I leave myself with time to worry, and worrying is a waste of time. What problem? What problem in your industry, in the business that you are a part of, in the community that you represent, in your sorority or fraternity or church, what problem, if solved? Now, here's the thing. Not just if solved. How about this? If you solve it, will bring you a fortune. Another problem I found to be big? A lot of problems I find that I'm working on solving. What's the problem that you're working on solving that you've identified that you're saying, I'm going to go solve it. I'm going to put some effort into it. I'm going to work. I'm going to use my time and energy working on this solution. And it'll make you a fortune. You know what the biggest problem I find in my community? That people simply don't believe in themselves. You know what I do? Spend my, 95% of my day trying to get people to believe in themselves. That's a problem that I want to solve. That's the problem that I understand. If I solve that problem, it's going to bring me a fortune. I don't think about the fortune. I think about solving the problem. How about you? Comes on, name one problem that you identify that if somebody solves it, it's going to make them a fortune. And guess who that somebody could be? It could be you. See, when we go from just watching, which is watching someone read and participate in the reading process, then we actually got to think. We lose some people in the thinking process because not too many people want to do that. And then we actually got to go do something. Oh, Lord, we know it get real slim there. The doing. Some of us are just simply hearers of the word, not doers of the word, don't get the results. Now we're talking about doing. I need to identify a problem I want to solve. Now we're talking about, hey, okay, what have you identified the problem that if it's solved will make somebody a fortune? I'm trying to say, why don't you let that person be you? Matter of fact, think about it this way. What is stopping you from solving the problem that you've identified? What's stopping you? Another way to ask it is this. Why not solve the problem? Everybody put in the console, why not? See, there's four philosophies that uh, my mentor taught me. He taught me four, four questions to ask when it comes to this subject we're talking about today. I'm going to share it with you right now. Number one, he said, why? 
Ask the question why. Why solve it? Why go through the effort? Why put in the energy? Why try? Why go and solve this problem? Then he said the second question was just as good as the first question. He said, why not? Why not solve it? Why not try? Why not put in the effort? I mean, you time going to go by anyway. Why not try to solve the problem? Then he said, here's the third question that you want to ponder as it relates to the subject we're talking about today. First was why. Second, why not? Third, he said, why not now? Why would you delay? Why would you procrastinate? Why would you keep waiting, put it off, put it in the parking lot, never get to it, forget about it, say soon, someday, one day, stay broke. Why not now? Then the fourth question he asked. Say, this is a question for you to ponder as it relates to your life, as it relates to the things that you say that you want. Why? Ask that question. Why not? Ask that question. Why not now? Ask that question. Fourth question to ponder. My mentor. Why not you? You better say, why not me? Why? Why not? Why not now? Why not me? He said, put yourself into the situation and ask, why not me? I mean, I'm intelligent. I've got energy. I've got, I'm an able-bodied person. I breathe oxygen. I got blood running through my veins. If it's somebody else could do it, I can do it. So why not me? Four questions to ponder. Why? Why not? Why not now? Why not? You. Well, billionaires, here's our quote of the day. A billion dollar quote of the day from Mr. William J. Cameron. Uh, he says this, money never starts an idea. It is the idea that starts the money. Money never starts an idea. It's the idea that starts the money. Another principle that I teach people, say, hey, you don't have a money problem. What you have is an idea problem. You get to working on those ideas. You get to working on those ideas that God has given you to create wealth for yourself. You get to working on those ideas, you'll fix your income problem. You'll fix your money problem. But too often we let these ideas pass us by. We continue to go around a Monopoly board, never stopping to collect our $200 after we pass go. You don't have an income problem. What you have is an idea problem. And beyond that, you have an execution problem of the ideas that come to you. Do you not understand that God himself is giving you these ideas in order for you to fix your own problems, ultimately being, fixed, being a solution to the problems that's here in the earth? But you take it for granted, not realizing that God has called you to be a problem solver. Money never starts an idea. It's the idea that starts money. This is the New Black Wall Street Book Club where black folk do read 30 minutes a day to keep broke away. 30 minutes a day. We understand if we change the way that we think, we'll change the results in our life. Question is, are you willing to change?
I mean, if you think about it, say, hey, how I've been thinking thus far has got me to where I am, wherever that is, are you happy with where you are? Are you satisfied? Are you content? Are you comfortable? Or do you want more out of life? Well, I'm telling you this, if you want more, you got to think more. <laughs> if you want more, you got to think more. Neural Nightingale simply said this, most people simply don't think. And aren't you so glad that you're not most people? Aren't you so glad that you are not most people? Most people still asleep right now. <laughs> Thank God. This is the New Black Wall Street Book Club where black folk do read. You put in a book, we absolutely will find it. I'm your host, ERGJ, a certified financial educator, CEO, ERGJ Enterprise, ERGJ Black Bazaar, international best-selling author of the book, The Black Billionaires Club. We invite you to join the club. Simply go to www.theblackbillionairesclub.com, www.theblackbillionairesclub.com, and make a decision to join the club today. Connect with brothers and sisters who are serious about winning with money, serious about success, and super serious about helping you. That's right you helping you accomplish your goals and to build your dreams when you go to the website guys there are also awesome events i'd like for you to check out we do have the young money and power workshop coming up we do have a uh, a presentation on how to own your first stock seven steps easy easy seven easy steps that's coming up as well another event the big shebang the, the black billionaires club extravaganza which we invite you to as well uh, you can find all that on the website in the events tab also, if you'd like to book me to come speak or something like that, we can do that as well. I am a certified financial educator. I've been teaching black folk about money for a long time. Most don't listen. Some do. Some those who do, they get the results out of life. We'd also ask that you would subscribe and support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help us sustain future episodes. Improve financial literacy in our community. Let's not talk about what they're not teaching us. Let's teach ourselves and to ultimately build the school of wealth. Oh, well, we want to leave a legacy here to make sure they said there was a man and there was a group of people who cared enough to make sure that although the the the, the uh, formal education didn't teach our people about money, they built an institution, a school that does. And you can be a part of that with a small monthly donation so we can go and build the school of wealth. Well, guys, billionaires, I'm your boy, and I want you to remember this, that it takes a village. And it starts with us. Let's build wealth as we climb together. We all we got. Ain't nobody coming to save us, black folk. Nope. Nobody. But that's okay. Because we're all we need. We're all we need. We got everything we need. All we need is a little organization. That's about it. But thank God. Thank God Almighty that that's more than enough. Until next episode, you know what time it is. Mr. DJ. <laughs> Hit the music. New, new, new black, new. It's the new black.
Black Wall Street Book Club Street. with your host Evan Jefferson. Evan Jefferson. It's time for us to go. Yeah. Now you ain't got a little computer, but we encourage you to get out there and learn and apply all the things you learn at the new Black Wall Street Book Club. Book Club. Yeah. The new Black Wall Street. The new Black Wall Street.